Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Off The Beaten Track Podcast. I'm your host. I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another week. Therefore, it's another episode. Today's episode, I talked to Aloe Black. And, well, it's great, as you're about to find out. Um, just quickly, before we, we do get on with that chat, a few thank yous. Firstly, um, thank you to Carver PR um, and Harry over there for helping facilitate this chat. Um, thank you to you lot for continuing to support Off The Beaten Track. It's, uh, it's just been a blast. It's, uh, it's showing no signs of slowing down. I'm having a great time. And if you lot are getting a, a fraction of the joy listening as I am having these chats, then... Uh, then we're all happy. Um, thank you to Scroobius Pip and everybody at the Distraction Pieces Network. Uh, thank you to my right-hand man, 76, who is producing these podcasts. And he's producing audio that is remote audio. You know, these things in lockdown are being done remotely over Zoom or Skype or, or you know, and all sorts of other ones. And, and he's, he's doing really well to try and ensure that you get a really nice, warm-sounding podcast um, without, you know, having the the beauty and, and access to, to studios. So, uh, so huge thanks to 76. Um, if you, uh, if this is your first time listening to off the beaten track, when you finish listening to my chat with Allo, then go and have a look in the back catalog. You can hear me talking to artists as diverse as Chuck D to Sheik to Fatboy Slim, to Motley Crue, to Foo Fighters, oh, to Idols, to Sleaford Mods, to Suede, so there's 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 a stack of stuff to get stuck into, and it's all for free. So go and uh, go and have a look in the archive. Subscribe while you're there; that always helps. Um, and if you'd like to support the podcast uh, in other ways, you can do so and get extra content by heading over to my Patreon page, and yeah, and you get sort of access to radio shows and video episodes and such over there. And well, I guess the one-stop shop for everything I've just been banging on about is www.offthebeatandtrackpodcast.com. Okay, what I should also say as well is uh, Allo was on a really tight schedule uh, for this, so I was only sort of limited to, to 30 minutes' time with him. So uh, you'll probably find that this episode is a slight... Uh, you know, slightly pacier than uh, the, the chats you're used to, but we don't skip over anything. We get the songs in, we get the backstory on the songs and everything else you're used to, but it just moves a little bit faster. Anyway, it gives me great joy to say please enjoy Off The Beaten Track Podcast with Aloe Black. Right, I've got to take a quick break in this podcast because I've got some super exciting news. Off The Beaten Track Podcast is proud 
to go into partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. That's right. The Cacao Bar is not a chocolate bar. It's all the best bits of a chocolate bar put into a really exciting new alcoholic range. That's right. Gin, vodka, and a beautiful range of cream liqueurs. So one of the big bonuses of this partnership is obviously I'm super thrilled to have Hotel Chocolat working with us, but they sent me a great big box of this stuff. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. Go and check it out, www.hotelchocolat.com or over on the socials at Hotel Chocolat. But yeah, in the coming months, there's going to be opportunities for you to get involved with competitions with us, to win bottles of stuff. There's loads of exciting things coming soon and I can't be more happy to say that this podcast is in partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. All right, let's get back to the podcast. It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Give me stew with him. Okay, we are recording. Uh, joining me today, hello, Black. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, where are you today? Uh, today I'm in Los Angeles. Nice, nice. Has, has life been in Los Angeles over the last year, both as you, the human being, and the creative? Oh, wow. So being in Los Angeles has been great because there's plenty of sunshine. So over the past year, I was able to still um, so socially distance, but go to the beach, go to the mountains, um, you know, hang, hang out with my family um, at the park. And it's also been, as a human being, it's been tough because, you know, my daughter is in school, but she had to do uh, Zoom classes, which is not, <laughs> you know, not conducive to, to young folks being on the computer all day and not having interactions with their friends on a regular basis. Um, but as an artist, you know, it's given me an opportunity to really just kind of focus on the craft of songwriting, do a lot more virtual songwriting sessions. Um, and, um, and to think about what I want to share next. You know, I think the album that I put together, All Love Everything, was written pre-pandemic, but I feel like it was the right messaging for, for this time where we need to feel, uh, you know, a bit of comfort and, and, and positive and hope in, in the music that we hear and the art that we consume. Um, and, and, I think as also as an artist, it's been difficult because I, I enjoy performing live in front of a live audience. Sure. And, um, not having that, that communication, that energy and that relationship with a, with the live audience has been something that I miss. So, um, you know, it's, it's a complicated. It's coming back soon. Hopefully fingers crossed, uh, I, fingers I, crossed. Sure. Well, I'm going to start your playlist, uh, and I'm going to ask you for track one for the song that you regard as having the greatest ever intro, please. Yeah, the greatest ever intro, um, Michael Jackson's I Want to Be Where You Are. This song starts off with a harpsichord um, and just the most amazing string arrangement um, and, and some amazing, like energy even though it's 
a soul song, it has this kind of uh, classical music and classic historic fare to it. And you, you touched on something a moment ago as well, where you said about you know the, the art and the craft of songwriting. And so I always like to ask musicians this this question. Um, the way that people listen to music is far different now to obviously when it was when, when Michael Jackson put that record out. And, and, and just in the last sort of five, ten years, you know, alone, we've seen the way that people, you know, ingest their music is, is mainly from sort of streaming sites now and, and you know, the, 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 the days of, you know, devouring a, a piece of vinyl. Uh, although it's coming back in, 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 in sort of little bits, it's, it's still predominantly a very fast-paced world. And as I'm seeing, you know, with my own children you know, just how quickly their, their thumbs are flicking and their attention spans seem to be getting shorter. I just wonder, I've gone a long way around asking this question, but the, the fact that music does seem to be so saturated, there's, you know, you, there's no journey to find it now, it's there, anything you want, at the flick of a switch, has that impacted on how you songwrite and the intro specifically? Wow. It has definitely impacted the intro. I, um, I recognize now that, you know, people's attention spans are much shorter, um, that the consumption model of, of music is way different than when I was growing up. And, uh, you know, I try to get to the lyrics right away rather than, have a, an extended introduction but you know i have found <clears throat> that it, it really depends on what kind of artist you are and, and who you are in the music business because um some of the uh the the younger artists nowadays have been really taking advantage of the intro and extending their intros to get past the 30 second point before they start their lyrics because they know that monetization on the streaming services begins after 30 seconds of listening. Right. Oh, that's interesting. So, <laughs> and so for me, I feel like they can do that because their songs are much slower. So the, the progression from first note of music until the lyric has more time within uh, you know, the, the musical structure, the bars that are there. Um, for me, I'm still making music uh, in, in a way that I feel like if I can get to the lyric first and impress people who are first-time list, first listeners with my voice and the, and the words that I say, they'll be interested to hear more. And so uh, that's the game I play. Okay. Well, I'm going to take you back now for, for track two. I'm going to ask you the first song you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you, please. Yeah, um, Quincy Jones's Secret Garden. Now, Quincy Jones didn't perform on the song. He was the producer, but it was a, an album project that he had put together and had multiple uh, artists on this album project. And this particular song um, had Albie Shore, James Ingram, Barry White, who shared um, who shared the 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 vocal parts of, of the song, but um, the emotional 
impact was I was in elementary school. I had a crush on um, a very cute girl in my class. And at the end of the year, I had failed to um, express to her my undying affection. And so I felt like I'd missed my opportunity. And I just remember the last day of school, like at home, bawling, tears, crying that I never, um, I never asked her to, uh, to be my girl. And in regards to that, I just want to um, ask you how, how you deal with if you if you wake up and, and and you're feeling low, you're having a blue day. Do you reach for something really positive, or are you happy to sort of process that that somber feeling and listen to something more somber and sort of process it? You know, do you do you reach for the sad records if you're feeling sad, or do you just try and sort of pull yourself out of it with some more sort of joy? Uh- Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mm. That's a good question. I think, um, I think I do reach for the, the somber songs to, to help, I guess, um, externalize the, the emotion so if it's in me and I feel, you know, I feel it, then I, I want to put it in, put it outside of my body, put it in the song that I'm listening to. And it gets me one, one step further removed so that I can get back to normal, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't try to deny it by just turning on, you know, a happy song and, yeah. like, and cast aside um, any, any fear, woes or, or sadness that I have. I acknowledge it, but I do try to displace it. Well, you mentioned school. Uh, and so for track three, I'm going to ask you uh, for the song that reminds you of your time at school, please. Mm. Uh, Conquests, Bugging Out, um, is a song that I would listen to almost every day when I got picked up by my best friend's older brother um, in middle school. And it made me feel really cool because I was like one of the only kids who had um, who had like a, a a car that would come pick me up 
with a huge, huge stereo system, totally disrupting the neighborhood. You could hear the car coming around the corner into the school parking lot. And everybody's looking around to see, like, whose car is that? And here I am with my backpack walking up to the car. Like, that's it's my ride, guys. My ride. <laughs> I mean, how did you, you know, how did you find school? I loved it. You know, I was a good student. I, I had, um, I think, the, the luck of parents who were really um, adamant about me doing well in school, but not just uh, doing well uh, in, in school, in life. And they knew that setting me up with the right school environment in the right neighborhood, um, giving me the extracurricular activities that I needed to, to support my education, all of that would be helpful. I, I enjoyed it. Did you know what you wanted to be? I thought I would like to be a scientist, maybe a neuroscientist, um, maybe a psychologist. Those were the things that I was thinking about, something related to the mind and um, and thought. And so music wasn't on the agenda at this point? No, music wasn't on the agenda. Music was just a passion. It was my pastime. I was writing lyrics. I thought, you know, I'd join a hip-hop group and make make songs for my friends. And I did. I mean, would you say you was a, a, a confident kid? Um, I'd say I was pretty confident. I, I had a lot of friends... Um, everybody at school treated me well. So I had, I think, a very good support system around me. Um, uh, yeah. And you've, and you've chosen um, a, a, a career in a, you know, what is famously quite a, a ruthless and difficult industry to certainly to achieve the, the level of success that you've had. Um, would you say you're a driven person? Driven. Um, I don't know if I'm driven. I, I doubt that I am. I find that I'm quite lazy. Oh, really? And I, think, and I think that I rest on my laurels a lot, but my laurels are quite uh, efficient. <laughs> so I learned, I learned process, and I'm good at understanding systems, and I can use that understanding and, uh, and uh, kind of you know, by my access to learning things quickly, I use that mm-hmm. to my benefit. Standing the formative years uh, for, for this next one, I'm going to ask you, please, for the, the first song you remember buying from a record store. Um, so the first song that I bought, that I bought personally from a record store uh, was the cassette of Nas's Illmatic album in maybe 94. I was a, a freshman in... In high school, I had my own money. I was working at the lunch lines uh, at school. So helping other kids when, they're, when it was lunchtime, I was selling them the food that they were going to eat, and the school would pay me to do that. And with my money, I um, you know, purchased the, the music that I liked. And this particular album is still one of my top albums of, of all time, especially of hip-hop. This is normally the track where someone says something really embarrassing, and you've pulled out one of the greatest albums of all time here. So that's a solid choice there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, also sort of touching on, on records, was, was there records on at home growing up? Could your parents play like, you know, was there music on at home all the time? Sure. 
Yeah, my dad had a big stereo system, and on his stereo system, he had this placard that had a inscription that said, "If you value your life as much as I value my stereo, keep your hands off." <laughs> he had records from you know soul records and pop records, um, and then there was music from the their home country, Panama, that I grew up listening to. Um, Spanish salsa music, um, some calypso music from the Caribbean, and um, soul music in Spanish. It, really beautiful soul music. I always wanted to uh, to cover the songs that I grew up hearing that sounded like American soul, but very much steeped in um, the cosmopolitan Panamanian culture, uh, the mixture of of, um, of people that came to work on the canal and then made music. Beautiful. For track four, I'm going to ask you, sorry, this is track five, in fact, uh, the song that soundtracked your years clubbing. Oh, wow. So, you know, for me, clubbing, <laughs> clubbing is a, is a, is an interesting term. Um, I didn't really go out to clubs because I was always working at the club. I was always the, the host, the voice toasting the mic. Um, but in, um, in, in those moments, the album and the music that really made an impression on me was D'Angelo's voodoo album and devil's pie was the perfect relationship, perfect, uh, combination of hip hop and neo soul. And, um, you know, when that song came on, it always gave me really good feeling. It made me hype. That's a great track as well. I just want to ask, you said you was there sort of like, you know, hosting the mic and, you know, that's, that takes confidence. And obviously as your career's progressed, you've played, you know, to audiences of thousands and probably been in many, many rooms with many, many of your heroes and, 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 and legends of, 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 of your industry. Do you ever get that that pang of like imposter syndrome? Do you ever feel that? Do you do you ever think like, wow, I'm here. This is like, should I be here? I mean, I, obviously you've earned everything that you've achieved, but I think it's a natural human thing to sometimes just kind of go, wow, am I, am I am I really here? Do you know what I'm saying? I, I do. I feel imposter syndrome maybe once or twice a, a day. Oh, really? So- <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, certainly um, when I hear other brilliant singers and brilliant writers, I think to myself, there's uh, who don't have a, pl- a platform. I think to myself, I certainly don't deserve this position. They certainly deserve way more. Um, how can I help them get where I am, you know, qu- quickly? Yeah, but that's that's a really beautiful way to deal with it, isn't it? If it's like you, you know, you look and think, well, I can, I can help do something here, and you and you act on that. That's that's a really beautiful way of dealing with, you know, with a very a very strange sort of feeling, which is you know, imposter syndrome. That's I think that's absolutely commendable. Listen up, I've only got another new sponsor, Egg Fried. It's this super cool clothing label, and. If you're into sort of skating and street art and gigging and, and kind of like really cool art and throwing a little bit of Asian culture and, and the designer's kind of weird sense of humour in the mix, then you're pretty much there 
with the wonderful world that is eggfried.com. Now, they do these amazing punchy kind of graphic tees, hoodies and sweatshirts, beautiful art prints, as well as this, they have a denim range, all handmade in-house, all supporting the slow fashion movement. Not only that, they've given you a discount code, 10% off when you head over to eggfried.com. Just use the code EGGSALAD, E-W-G-S-A-L-A-D, save 10%. Go and get lost in the world of egg fried. Also, they've got a new kids range, and it's called Small Fried, and it's super cool, super cute. Um, and again, it's all over there in this wonderful world. Go and get involved at eggfried.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I'm going to take you home for track six, and I'm going to ask you for a favorite song from an artist from your home county, please. We say home county. Not you home can, country. You can say country. It's 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 an, an an ongoing thing where people go country. Oh, county. Oh, okay, country. Like, yeah, it's fine. No, no, no. Okay, so um, home county. I'm from Orange County, California, um, and the only other artists that I think made it out of Orange County, not only, but there there are several. One of the biggest would be. Um, uh, Gwen Stefani's Gwen Stefani and and uh, her group. No doubt. Um, no doubt. I'm thinking Sublime. No, they're more, more like Long Beach. So that's L.A. County. So yeah, no doubt. No doubt would be the group. Um, favorite song from No Doubt. I'm just a girl. What a tune. I mean, that's. What what a what production songwriting? Uh, they were way ahead, you know, with with having a group that was so aggressive, but with a front a front woman, you know. Absolutely, so, so awesome. Um, I, that, you know, their their music was always at school functions, the school dances. So and so- certainly. Favorite. Super progressive as an artist as well, like Gwen, uh, you know, specifically to, 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 to take time out and then come Cer- back. Incredible with what she come back with. Certainly. And, and, you know, testament to true artistry. Like, she was born to be on our televisions and in our stereos. Well, for the last track, this is when you get to play DJ and influencer and tastemaker. I'm going to ask <laughs> you for a song that many may not know that you would like them to hear? Oh, wow. So I think um, there is this song by Fru-Fru, which was, the you know, kind of a, a collaborative project that Imogen Heap did with, uh, I forget the name of the producers, the producer she worked with right now, but um, 
it was a song that was synchronized on a movie called Garden State. And I heard the song in the trailers and was just floored by it. I was, I was so moved by the, the intro and her voice and the lyrics and the move, the movement, the, the pace of the, of the record. Um, it's years old at this point, maybe 15, uh, but uh, an amazing, amazing composition. Guy Sigsworth is the name of the producer That's that it. she worked in Fruit Fruit. And, I mean, just to throw something in there, I, I actually attended one of their first ever shows, and it was a secret show at where I live outside of London. Uh, I'd, I'd heard Imogen before. She, she sung on a record, which if you ever get to hear it, she provided vocals... Um, for a band called Urban Species and the track's called Blanket and she sang on that and that was what turned me on to her voice and then that album came out in the mid-90s I think maybe it's mid to late 90s and and I knew that that was Imogen Heap's project so I went along and there was very very tiny gig literally maybe 50 people there and her voice oh it's ridiculous yeah. ridiculously good um, yeah so as we find ourselves heading into uh, 2021 with you know a lot more hope than 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 2020 and and yeah you know with a positive head on what are you looking forward to this year personally and what's happening professionally wow personally i am looking forward to uh I don't know how to separate personal and professional, but <laughs> personally, um, I, I'm looking forward to spending much more time with my family, um, getting out to Australia if we can. My wife is from, was raised in Australia, so we have a lot of family there. We'll spend some time in Sydney, um, but the restrictions right now are, are quite, quite uh, hefty with the quarantine, two weeks in a hotel before you can go to the house that we own. Um, professionally, there's so much on the horizon. Um, I'm really, uh, it, I'm really passionate about telling stories in new media, new forms. Um, what's happening right now in the, in the, the art space, digital art space is really promising seeing so many of the, the artists that I followed for years who are motion graphic designers and 3d designers and, um, starting to to get recognized in selling their art through this uh, the blockchain and NFT art. So I'm going to start collaborating with some of my my artist friends and creating opportunities that you know uh, they otherwise might not have to to sell their art in such a you know an amazing way. And if people want to keep up to speed with with that and everything else that you're doing where's the best place to to keep up to speed with you keep up to speed with me the best is to follow my instagram uh page that's where i'm more active okay than any other and we have a uh spotify playlist to accompany this chat which will feature uh all of your song choices uh and, and some of your re your music as well um and yeah, and I just want to say thanks loads for your time today. It's been a real pleasure going through your playlist. Thank you. My Thank pleasure. You. Take care. Thank you. There you go. 
Oh, I'm out of breath. It was a fast one, that. Under 30 minutes, but uh, I think we got all the right stuff in there. Uh, he was delightful, chose some great records, as I'm sure you're, you're very aware. Head over to Spotify and listen to uh, all of the tracks. And, uh, and yeah, and while you're on Spotify, then why not subscribe to this podcast? Or follow, I think they call it over there. But if you're on iTunes, go and subscribe. Or if you're on Acast, wherever you are, just give it a little click. Then these episodes just pop up in your listening device every time I release one. You ain't even got to think about it. That way you don't miss out on anything. Everything else you need to know about this podcast is at your one-stop shop. Off the beat and track podcast. Beat and, not beaten. Beat and track podcast.com. Thanks, gang. I'm back next week. Um, stay safe and look forward to the next episode. See you soon. Be excellent to each other. Bye-bye. It's Off the Beat and Track Podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Give me stew with him. Eat it, boy.